This podcast contains seriously disgusting language. Such as mother flaps. I think you're You are a f***ing bitch. I've never liked your face. Like that. Listener discretion is advised. Well, we should probably kick off by firstly saying happy birthday. Whose birthday is it? To our very own producer, <gasps> Kobe producer. Carnage. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Thanks, bitches. Happy birthday. Yes. He's... Now go and make dinner. Yeah. Go and make me my make, Go and make yeah. me my Leave dinner. Leave us alone. And fuck off. <laughs> you old bitch. The other day he said something and I just went, you're not funny, you're just an asshole. <laughs> And I was only, I mean, I was half joking. The truth hurts, doesn't it? (laughs) And I was, it's funny. It was funny. And and I'm, and I'm an asshole. The truth will set you free. (laughs) Kobe. Happy birthday, Kobe. Happy birthday. I suppose we should say as well. Hiya. Hello. Hello. It's been a little while. We're recording in the same room. In the same room. So we are now adhering to government guidelines. We are probably. One meter plus. I would say we're over two well we're probably two meters away i think maybe a little bit over yeah i think a six foot man could lie down between us now i would like that <laughs> i would like hey that. kobe come back <laughs> hey kobe come back happy birthday happy kobe birthday. <laughs> lay between us <laughs> um but yeah so it's nice to be obviously we have seen each other in in our respective gardens and we have <laughs> outdoor spaces which yeah. has been nice but it's nice to have be back in the same room i know it's very unusual it's different it's different it's great it's nice it's unusual yeah um what have you been up to i've gone back to work Ooh! so which is oh. it's a little different but naturally not that crazy different. So obviously we've got like the PPE. You and looked fabulous in your visor. Yeah, you came today. to pick me up today, so you saw me in my gorgeous visor. Yeah. Um. And actually, because of just the way like clients and stuff are booked in, it's it's never really that hectic because mm-hmm. you know the way things have to be spaced out now. It's um. But no, it's cool, and mm-hmm. I'm so happy to be back. And oh, yeah. it's weird because you know, ever since we shut, I was all I could think about was okay. Well, when am I going back? Yeah. And for it to finally happened is a relief. Well, congratulations. Thanks. I'm very, very happy so, for yeah, you. So, yeah, so I just, I feel like I've just sort of been gearing up towards that, really, and then yeah. went back on Saturday, and it's, yeah, it's great. Nice. How about you? What have you been doing? Well, I'm not back to work. No. Um, not yet. Um, I haven't been able to go back. There's just been a, f- a select few. Yeah. Um, so I'm staying on furlough for now. But one good thing about it is now that um, lockdown's easing a bit, I can actually start getting out and doing pitches. Yeah, we um, can start shooting. Yeah, because before, like, it's, you know, it, the the idea of having, you know, three months of free time yeah. for a photographer is amazing. Yeah. But when you're a portrait photographer, yeah. you can't you can't photograph, you know, you people. Can't, you so can't go like, into people's houses. Or, no, yeah, you can't yeah, do yeah. it. Obviously, I could, you know, I could go out and stand two meters away from them yeah but i'm a, I'm a tactile person well you want to have the op you don't just want to be shooting people from afar i guess exactly i want to be right so, up close macro, macro. Like, i want to see their pores every hair, every hair sprouting from their and anus. then i will edit it out 
<laughs> yeah because i work with drag queens so i have to I get really close so i can see every pore and then have to edit them yeah. out because yeah. they'll because, sue me if you don't yeah exactly yeah no yeah i haven't really been up to up to much just kind of surviving oh my god surviving yeah but yeah it's, it's it's nice to be it's nice to be back it's nice to be getting back to normality a little bit mm-hmm. got a really cool shoot coming up with yes a, awesome drag queen called release the slaves oh yes and um, little shout out to release the slaves beauty it, oh. insane beauty in and i have had the beauty. pleasure of working with her once at thick yeah They're up close she yeah. is as beautiful as, we'll put a yeah. picture of her yeah. on the instagram but she looks just yeah like rihanna yeah literally so yeah going up to to see her on thursday in yeah. Stretton. Nice. Excellent. I won't give out her address or anything, just Stretton. Well, um, oh, if you do want the her address, just uh, write in to at right, darling, and we'll we'll give it away. Yeah, we'll give it away. Because she's the drag daughter of Frida Slaves. Yes, indeed. Who is another incredible London queen, mm-hmm. um, who I again have had the distinct pleasure of oh working gosh, with. You've everyone, I'm such a name dropper. When did I have I always been a name dropper? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but so have I, so have I. But like, yeah. I don't, I don't think I do it in a way to be kind of like, <laughs> you'll never guess who See, I definitely do that. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Well, at least you know it. At least you know it. Yeah. Anything you're look, looking forward to or... Well, um, no. And let me tell you why. <laughs> so... <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you let, what, Greg. Me, there's nothing to look forward well, to in no, this world. because... The only thing I've really been focused on is going back to work. And now you've done it. You know, that's that oh. has been the next major event in my life mm-hmm. for the past three months has been like going back to work. That's been the only thing that could happen that's different. Mm-hmm. Like the other day, I was like, oh, what am I doing next weekend? And I was like, nothing, because you haven't planned anything for so long. Yeah. I don't know. I need to start organising things. You need to get back on fucking DJing. Yeah, do you know, I really like doing it. Yeah, you <coughs> and do. Yeah, do. I'm going to do, I'm going to do some more. Maybe I'll do it on Saturday. Yeah, do it's it. It's really fun. And part of the thing I love is finding new music. I love tune hunting, so. I used to do um, that when I was younger. Yeah. And like, why did lost, you stop? I don't know. I've just sort of lost touch, yeah. which is really annoying because now I've become that person. I'm like, have you heard this? And it's like, like oh. yeah, it's about five years yeah, old, yeah, you yeah, fucking yeah, yeah, yeah. grandma. I I mean. That's one of my favourite things about DJing is looking for new songs and songs which give me that special feeling in my special Down place. There. Yeah. Down there. And you've said fizzy knickers? Fizzy knickers, yeah. Fizzy knickers. Like someone's just popped a Barocca in your knickers. Effervescent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I love that feeling. A bit, of, bit of orange froth. <laughs> Just seeping out the underside of your underwear. Oh, Found a really good song. Can you tell? Can you tell? Yeah. I'm fizzing. I've, I've got orange froth. <laughs> I've got vitamin C pouring out my crotch. <laughs> All right, darling. I had something lovely happen today. <laughs> what? Mm, what? What is it? Well, <laughs> I got woken up early today yeah um well early early for you know like lockdown life so it's 11 o'clock yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) one in the afternoon Um, it was eight it was eight in the morning oh shit god you must have only been asleep for a couple of hours i've literally had four hours sleep because i was up last night editing the lady gaga competition (laughs) right we'll talk about that yeah talk about it in a sec um but 
yeah, they had an electrician coming over. Right. Which is always, you know, the, the fantasy is it's going to be yeah. a really hot, yeah. sexy yeah. electrician. And, and this time, that is what happened. <gasps> oh, fuck. Seriously, he was so So, hot. wait, was this arranged? You knew he was coming? Um, yeah, just got got on Grinder. Like, <laughs> 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 it was like pre-organized. Um, and yeah, turned up and he was wearing like lovely little shorts. Yeah. Had his legs out. Yeah. Um, fully tattooed legs, tattooed yeah. arms. Yeah. A bit chunky, but like muscular chunky. Yeah. Tell he works out. Yeah. Really but short also like some Mackie D's. I reckon he likes Mackie D's. Yeah, yeah. Him and his him and his wife um, would like a Mackie D's. Yeah, he was. Yeah, definitely straight. Definitely straight. Yeah. But like, I really, really wanted to just service him. <laughs> <laughs> and I said that to Rob. So like, it, Rob, Rob knows I wanted to service him. I didn't. Well, no. But I wanted to. So okay, I wanted. Did to. you talk to him? Yeah, I offered did, him a cup of tea. Did he? Did he accept the cup of tea? Yeah oh okay okay what is that wrong should he not no no i think that's you know i think he was probably giving you signs that you weren't picking up on i did just bend over and pull my butt cheeks apart yeah and nothing and, and just nothing no maybe not. nothing what was his name i don't care I don't care. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't care. I don't care. I don't actually. Care. And I I know that I know that's kind of problematic, you know, kind of fantasizing over the gorgeous straight man, but we've all done it. And I'm going to continue to do it. Yeah. I'm not going to like sherry pie it, you know, but <laughs> you know. Do you know what like it's one of those it is in a quite an old school way it's kind of like the ultimate fantasy, isn't it? When it happens. Yeah. Cuz it has. Has it? Have you done that? Well, I haven't like got on my knees and blown the plumber, but <laughs> which I would, but <laughs> no, I've had, to, I've had like, you know, in quote marks, a straight guy kind of send me dick pics and stuff like it's that. Never, it's never happened to me. I've got a friend who shall what? remain <laughs> nameless, that but who true. definitely listens to this podcast. So he'll know I'm talking about him. Oh, I think you probably, you know, I, I would, um, I would, I would like has to. had a lot of experiences with men who identify as predominantly straight. Mm-hmm. I'm too scared to really even talk to straight men. Mm-hmm. At, other than outside, you know what I mean? The thing is though, you you started gaying it up pretty early. <laughs> pretty this early. True. Um, well, you kind of like embraced that pretty early, whereas I didn't. I yeah. was late to the party. Mm. The party wasn't around me, so I couldn't go to it. <laughs> so I just had to deal with the, yeah. the breeders. I, I've never really had like... I'm going to stop saying breeders. I like hetties. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. 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 Because like yeah, br- breeders makes it sound like I hate them and I don't hate them. Yeah. Yeah, no, I've never really had like loads of straight male friends, never. Mm. I've had like the one odd ones through work and yeah. stuff like that. But I, I don't have like a childhood heterosexual male friend. I've never, never. I've lost touch with the main main guy I was thinking of. But again, he, we kissed and stuff like a lot. Oh my God. Yeah. That's like the... That, oh, yeah. I hate that I like it. Do you know what I mean? I wish I, well, I wish I didn't find it so appealing. 
but it's because the, it's so basic, isn't it? Oh, of course, it's so basic. gay guy into the straight guy fantasy. Like, oh yeah, what a surprise! But you know, the thing is though, if, when you actually look at it, I'm not into straight guys. Yeah, I'm into. We're well, just into guys. Yeah, but <laughs> but I'm, I do you mean they're playing on that fantasy? It's like yeah, you want to see if it's a probability. Like you're yeah. not gonna like you know yeah do illegal things to a straight man you want to know he might be interested in yeah right right yeah Yeah. i'm gonna shut up because i sound like a complete weirdo i think it's it's a territory isn't it talking about there's a fine line but like it's i mean i mean as they go it's pretty vanilla oh yeah it's very vanilla but no i mean i'm really here i'm here for your hot electrician fantasy and if he's listening, you should write I'm a story. You know, like those stories you were oh. talking about, which you did send me, and I did read one of them. And did you get hard? Uh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a bit American. Oh, it was very American, which yeah. is a, generally a bit of a turn off. Yeah. No offense to American people. <laughs> I'm, I love that. I'm, I'm not homophobic, but I'm not. I'm not racist, but oh, no, here's, but, here comes something racist. But when you know, when it's like. Yeah. <laughs> Chad and Brad on a fishing trip at a log oh, cabin. Chad and Brad. It's just not. No, it's not my cup of tea. Really? Yeah. But the, I get the it. Jocks. Like, yeah. I'm not yeah, a no, not sport. I mean, uh, no, unless it's water sports. <laughs> like jet skis. Yes. Right, yeah. I wanted to talk about something that has been kind of like part of like cancel culture and it's got to a stage where cancel culture has just got insane obviously i'm not disagreeing with really fucking problematic racist yeah. transphobic people i'm not yeah. i'm not saying that i'm saying people like just being afraid to to slip up to have fun to learn to grow to blah, blah 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 one thing that's always comes up is especially in kind of like in drag race in reality tv oh she's being fake is is a really weird thing because it, it just stuck in my head because there's the two saying like you know it's really negative to be fake yeah. but then there's the saying fake it till you make it which is a positive thing and looked at as being really positive yeah and it's just really weird to me because like for okay for for example like being fake has backfired on me yeah. where, I, where i've like faked it at, um a job interview at netta porter oh okay or, when I when I got there, I found out it was a net porte. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I felt like a dickhead. Yeah, <laughs> and I thought, right, I've got to, I've got, really got to make a good impression. I'm going like, to yeah. fake it till till I get this till job. I, make it, yeah. I bought myself a whole new outfit that I would never have worn. I bought like loads of rings, you know, because I was just like, I'm going to be that bitch. What year was this? 2014, 2015. Okay, was it like mesh? Was there mesh? There probably was. There was a couple of layers, couple of layers, layers, long line t-shirt, long line, yeah, 2015. Yeah, there you go. When I went through to the interview, I was sat in like this glass box room, then sat at a glass table. I gestured kind of vigorously to a a picture that was in my portfolio to this really judgy person opposite me. Like she really was like Devil Wears Prada. Oh, really? The biggest ring I was wearing flew off at her yeah hit the glass table and it didn't shatter it didn't shatter it but like just the sound just resonated oh <laughs> like chong yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. yeah and then she started asking me about a, an image that i was pointing at that i thought was brilliant and she was like well there was a bit of bleaching here and instead of me like continuing to fake it i was like yeah i know i didn't think you'd notice 
Why would you? Why would I do that? Yeah, that's the worst thing. Because because I was faking it, and I was just like, I shouldn't be doing this. Shouldn't be doing so you this. Just, so at that point, you decided to be really honest, and I sabotaged the whole thing. Well, I think the ring did that, but. Have you ever, yeah. <laughs> yeah. your big <laughs> diamante skull yeah. ring? It flew off, bounced off the table, hit her in the face, chipped her tooth. Camp old bitch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cool story. <laughs> uh, Top that. <laughs> Fave part was the long line mesh tea, but. Um, <laughs> um, so, something you said which was really interesting was the fake thing, because yeah. I do feel like 10 years ago, to call someone fake was like a huge insult. Mm-hmm. Like you're being fake. You're being. What does that mean? But it's like, well, I guess it's just being nice when you're not meaning to. But now you never hear people say that. I don't think. Like she's so fake. Like Do you know. I but I just feel like now because it's that's what fashion is. That's what culture is. The Kardashians, Love Island. Mm. It's almost become normal to be fake to people's faces. I don't know. I just feel like, you know, you used to hear it on Big Brother, like, they're so fake. Yeah, maybe this is me showing my age bringing I don't know. I just just feel like you don't really hear people say that anymore because I don't think it's an insult anymore because I think being fake is now ingrained into popular culture. But maybe just, like, being nice to someone's face that you don't really like is just being an adult. Yeah. And then there's someone going, you're so fake. It's like, well, yeah, but I need to get on with my life and I don't like you. Yeah, I'm telling white lies. Being horrible to you is not going to make my life easier. So yeah, I am being fake, Jenny. If I was being, what's the opposite? Real. Real. (laughs) I'd be stabbing you right now. Yeah. But do you know what I feel that like saying you're real is something that people would say 10 years ago as well? Um, It so is, isn't it? I brought this up and I was like, this is current. (laughs) I'm so, I'm just really real. You know, like Jenny from The Block. The Real World. She's that was a TV real, show. I never. What was the first it. point you made though? You said that cancel culture. Cancel culture. Yes. Yeah. So Circling the back. thing is, the difference is, if someone is currently being a piece of shit, mm-hmm. cancel them. J.K. Rowling. Oh, but that's what I mean. That's what I mean. Like, get rid. Absolutely. Delete. But like, don't give her your money. Don't go to Harry yes. Potter studio tours. Don't buy the Lego. Don't buy the merch. Don't do it. You and can still watch a- the films. You can still read the books. Yeah. Download them illegally. Don't give her your money. That's <laughs> yeah. My thing. Support support like f- fan art stuff. And, right. Yeah. So the time where cancel culture is wrong is people who are with the cause, fighting the cause, mm-hmm. but historically have done and said stupid things Mm -hmm. what's the point in cancelling someone who has grown and learned and is continuing to learn and listen and you know and do what they can to improve themselves as a human but they did something or they tweeted something 10 years ago Mm. i get i get it like i actually messaged um jenna marbles oh yeah yeah she put a video out and like bring stuff up that you know yeah was questionable and was kind of like on the nose and like she shouldn't have said certain things yeah um and the video was just really really fucking upsetting like she's clearly an empath and was just so affected by it yeah which again is great that she was affected by it and is addressing it i just don't think someone like that should be cancelled because you she's can potentially see, had well you can see their you can see their intent and you can see yeah. what she's like yeah and she's clearly grown from it and like 
I think words like growth and intent are really easily pushed to one side. Mm. Again, this is not me sticking up for anyone like Jeffrey Star or J.K. Rowling yeah. or anyone. Of course, Current I'm not. Pieces of shit. Yeah, Shane Dawson. Like, I'm, of course, I'm not sticking up for anyone like that. Yeah. I think it's really sad that cancel culture has got to the stage where it's like targets everything. Yeah. And do you know what? Quite often as well, if you spoke to people of color. Mm-hmm realize that cancel culture doesn't come from people of colored communities mm-hmm. people of color communities mm-hmm. it's like when the t- uh, tv shows take off episodes that are like problematic from the past mm-hmm. and then the right get really pissy about it and then you actually speak to like black and ethnic minority people and they're like we don't want you to delete episodes of mm. 40 towers mm-hmm. or the mighty boosh or mm-hmm. golden girls or yeah no one is asking you to do that. And no. I think white people have done that. Mm-hmm. And it's like the cancel culture, I think. I think white people are the worst people for cancelling. Absolutely. Do you see what I mean? Absolutely. It's because it's white guilt. That's what it is. Of course. And so like, our, it, our own be white there. guilt manifests. It should be there. But like... But not manifesting into just calling out... Every tiny little thing that happened in for stupid <sighs> things it's like black people aren't asking us yeah to remove episodes of old comedies they're asking yeah. us to show up listen exactly you know what i mean exactly so yeah exactly absolutely i think every single person on this planet yeah no one has got a squeaky clean track record of saying the right thing yeah doing the right thing yeah. acting the right way it's where you wearing are wearing the right thing you know and anything right now. exactly <clears throat> it's not not even just that it's like it's definitely your path and like how you've grown yeah. and what you're doing right now it's not about what you say it's about what, what you, you do. do this is why it's so important that like every single layer is being deconstructed at the mm-hmm. moment and i think it's so important because yes. yeah. we don't realize as white people how ingrained no. into our speech into our actions mm-hmm. that it is ingrained yeah. it is so deep Lydia posted something the other day about phrases that yeah, you would you say without even thinking yeah. and their racist origins. Yeah. And they're things that you would just say without, you know, without a yeah. moment's thought. I think that's the perfect way to explain things like microaggressions. And you're not a racist because you said it, but because you say it is because it's so ingrained into yeah. our whole lives that, yeah, you systemic. don't even think about it. It's systemic. Yeah. So, yeah. There's a few books that, like, you should read or listen to. One of them um, is called Why I'm No Longer Talking to White People About Race and um, How to Argue with a Racist. It's just, it's just a starting block. It's not going to make up for everything, you know, people have done. But um, we need to educate ourselves. Yeah. And we also need to stop asking stupid questions to black people. Yeah. Renro Bergdorf is the ultimate, I think, starting point. Yeah. She's experienced so many sides of it. She's even experienced cancel culture I as well. To the fullest. And I yeah. think, you know, she's provides so many resources and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So, she, I mean, follow Monroe and then, you, you know, it's a great jumping off point for, you know, exploring more. Quick thing about something I'm doing with someone who I really wanted on, on the podcast. Um, I photographed her earlier in the year because of everything that's going on um, and her being very busy. Wasn't able to be. But um, Shea Coulee, 
did a great photo shoot with her and I'm going to be releasing it as a pictorial version of All Right Darling Zine. All profit will be going to Black Lives Matter um, slash LGBTQ plus charity. Not sure exactly when this is going to be released or the zine's going to be released. But um, yeah, keep your eyes peeled because it's all for a good cause. And they're really good pictures. Um, they are you know, really good pictures. <laughs> not blowing my own trumpet because, you know, I don't bend that way. But yeah. And I know you've tried. Uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. we've all tried, right? So actually, Love. just thinking about what we were just talking to about feeds perfectly into something else I wanted to talk about. Okay. So as you all know, at uh, the end of every episode with our guests, mm-hmm. we play a round of Cards Against Humanity. Now, most of you know what Cards Against Humanity is. Um, and I know... I'm sure most of you, like us, have spent many a hilarious evening Mm -hmm. playing Cards Against Humanity. Now, everything that's been going on has highlighted things like this. And Cards Against Humanity has been facing its own problems at the moment with one of its founders has been known to be not a nice person, racist. So I think... We, we've recorded this current episode with Cards Against Humanity. I think from this point on, we're going to stop. Yeah. You've probably noticed we've, we've ummed and odd, you know, in certain episodes um, when we've been kind of had our cards and not wanting yeah. to play certain ones. Yeah. That's more than likely where the cards come up has been not funny. Yeah. Not funny. Well, this is the thing. And it's like, if we're not prepared to say it on this podcast, then we know then that we shouldn't, shouldn't be, be prepared to say it in our homes exactly. either. Because this is another thing, going the comedy thing. It's like, oh, you can't say anything anymore. You can't, you know, you can't mm-hmm. make a joke anymore. You can absolutely make a joke, but it's all about not punching downwards. Absolutely. What are we going to play? So we need, a new, we need a new game. Mm-hmm. that we can play with guests potentially remotely so not ones that not like twister it's hard to do that through zoom <laughs> yes. um but yeah so yeah let us know if you can think of any fun parlor games, parlor uh, games. that we could replace cards against humanity with. and if um your suggestion is the one we pick um you will win a lovely carriage clock a solid gold mm-hmm. parker pen exactly your choice yeah. you can't have both I wanted to quickly um, read out a couple of lovely reviews. So we need to do our segments. We need to do our segments. And my segment's called... You've got Gmail. You've got Gmail. (laughs) What happens in your segment? Huh? What happens in your segment? I just go through my unread emails. Okay. (laughs) You know, my Gmail account. But anyway, no, this isn't the thing. Um, It is... The reviews. We asked for some reviews, five star only, and we've got some. I'm gonna I'm gonna fucking recite them. I've got a lovely one from Robert Oliver. Oh, oh. all right. It's like do it's like know, asking your mum. To do, do you know them? No, no, no. I've never heard of them. We've known each other for a good thirteen years. Yeah, I know him. He said, super funny podcast featuring literally everyone's favourites. Why aren't you listening? No, thanks, babe. Why aren't you listening? I don't know. Why aren't you listening? Why aren't you listening? I can hear Rob say that as well. Yeah, why aren't you listening? Um, (laughs) And the other one is from a a guy called Ollie Blackaby. um, And he's given us five stars. And it's um, literally laugh out loud. So amazing to hear you both natter on about drag and your lives around you. Such a positive queer conversation that makes me proud of our community. Oh, well... 
gorgeous thank you boy. very much ollie and we should as a thank you i will shout out ollie's podcast okay which is called the so lovely hair show Ooh. uh it's on spotify he Stunning. does it with another incredible hairdresser called siobhan jones who i've had the pleasure of working with both of them and they do a similar thing to us but they kind of it comes from the hair point of view i guess whereas we come from the faggotry point of view perfect um so yeah it's called the so lovely hair show so you should check that out and last one this one is from dale with the basic hair that's their username that's their username fantastic dale with the basic hair i love that um and the the title was filth delicious filth oh um five stars greg and dan are absolutely incredible hosts Thank you, babe. Yeah. Um, you'll love these two Judies to bits. Excellent chat and fascinating guests with lots of vulgar smut in between. <laughs> <laughs> A truly fun, foul-mouthed and fabulous podcast. I love that. That's so good. Dale with the basic hair. You've got basic hair. You've got basic hair, got but basic your hair. opinions are not basic. Not at all. So thank you. Is this a filth podcast? I suppose it is. I didn't even realise. We do oh, talk about dicks a lot. We're so disgusting. We just don't hear it anymore. You know, every conversation. Actually, yeah, I have just spoken about like the builder I wanted to suck off, yeah. and I, I have in past episodes I have you know said about putting many things up my butt. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I right. don't think my mom listens, so it's okay. So my section, mm-hmm. dads want to watch. <laughs> so um, on this episode, my one to watch is an artist. I think the only word to describe them is an artist because what they do is is truly art. Mm-hmm. Um, they're called Shinita Bump, <laughs> which I love. She need because she, is she always talk- is she- need a bump. Is she talking about what? What's she talking about? What's that part? I don't know. I think a bump, uh, like a um, oh, like a little positive, like up, a leg up, like oh, like when you're trying to get on a horse. That's lovely. Yeah. So That's she need, she need a bump. She need a bump. Um, I know it's Coke. So, sure. <laughs> so they are based in America. Uh, their Instagram says NYC slash LA. Oh. And they're kind of, they blur the lines between art and drag and, and performance and burlesque and horror and all Ooh, kinds of things. Oh, they do, nice. you know, I love their work. So you should check them out. They're called Shinita Bump. So that's S H A. N-I-T-A-B-U-M-P I'm, on Instagram. I'm following and, right now. Uh, just check out their looks. They've also got an OnlyFans, which you can subscribe to. <gasps> um, and I just love them. Like, they've, like, recreated, like, paintings and stuff. I love it when drag artists Aww. do that. But, yeah, check out Shitty a Bump. And I suppose we better wrap up. We've got um, got that a lovely fun. guest. We've got our incredible up. guest. Yeah, she was live from Los Angeles. She was from um, Koreatown. Yeah, um, we're talking about Rajarov. So you've yeah. seen the thumbnail. Just a little information about the images I'm going to be putting out because um, obviously I didn't get to photograph her this time around because no. she's in LA I'm yeah. here and uh, you know we're not allowed to so I'm going to be putting out unseen pictures from every single shoot I've done with her and there's quite a oh. few so starting from all the way back in 2013 up until 2018-19 I think it is yeah so enjoy my favourite picture you've ever taken oh. is of Raja it's the, it's the one where I st- actually, the not every year I ask for it for my birthday and you've never done it I'm so sorry. I Every will, year. I've known you for, what, three years now? When's your birthday? October the 9th. I will do it. I want a print. Of Raja smoking That's, yeah. joint. Okay. I want it up in my house. I All love right. it. I will do it for you. We're going to hand over to um, us in the past 
uh, oh. with the wonderful Raja. Yeah. But for now, all right, darling. All right, darling. And welcome back to Right Darling. And we are here with the amazing, the lovely Raja. Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> How have you been? I'm doing good. I'm, I don't, uh, well, yeah, I'm good overall. Like, <laughs> yeah, when you, yeah overall. If, I'm, if, if I'm adding up all the pros and cons of what's happening in my surroundings and in mm. America and in the world. Personally, I'm doing fine. Uh, yeah. I think yeah. I'm okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. I don't know about <laughs> everything else, but I think I'm doing okay. <laughs> yeah. I think that's the thing, isn't it? It's like everyone's having their own experience, but luckily pretty much everyone I know is fine and, ha- and has been fine. Um, yes. Yeah. But yeah, what's, what's yeah. it like in in LA at the moment is it are you on full lockdown are you on partial or I believe we're on sort of a partial lockdown I see I mean we're you know there's restaurants and there's certain bars that are opening there's even drag shows that are happening now but like the drag queens are all the drag queens all have masks uh, on and a plastic (laughs) shield and basically they sort of pantomime with their eyes and there's only like maybe (laughs) And they, they and they only go like one or you know it's a staggered show. It's not a complete show, but they're making efforts to like open yeah, up. Yeah. But for me personally, I just you know I'm I'd rather I have so much to do. I've yeah. been so busy. I yeah. cannot even like I did not even think that in this time I would be this busy. In yeah. fact, I was pr- probably panicking when we were first told that all of our you know gigs around the world were canceled and and the plans yeah. that we had for instance drag con and yeah. my normal summer that i would have in provincetown to perform my one woman show oh, you yeah. know it's not happening but yeah. uh, uh but it's i've also been busier than i thought that i would be so yeah, yeah. you've just done um pride castle mm-hmm. how was that uh, it was fun. It was it was the first time I'd actually gone and done something like where it was like I had to be in a crowd, not a crowd, but a group of people. Um, yeah. We had a very small crew and and everyone was being as safe as possible. And, um, you know, uh, as far as I know, everyone was fine because it was done about two weeks ago. So uh, and that's usually the time it takes yeah. for it for the co- <laughs> yeah yeah. So for two weeks, I was like, "Did one of them bitches give it to me?" Because uh, we were we were all <laughs> hanging out very close, and it was a fun time. But you know, it was it, it was it was uh, you know it was a fun time. Yeah. It was good. It was, but it was also like I was invited about twenty four hours before the event itself was being filmed. So whatever you see is whatever I was able to pull together in less than a day. So. <laughs> well, you've got a lot to choose from. So you're, I you're, you're do, good. I do. Sometimes. I've been working so I've been working so much on you know since I've been home that um, I've just been doing a lot of fabricating and crafting and sewing and sort of um, preparing myself for whatever whenever all this ends and opens up and i can and i can go back and be on a brightly lit stage and twirl so yeah. i'm encrusting everything in rhinestones sewing <laughs> costumes and and yeah so that part is fun yeah excellent you're, yeah. you're a homebody anyway you you, you you can you can take care of yourself you're fine i am this this morning i was having a, a little bit of a not a panic but 
a nostalgic moment and looking at these photos <laughs> that I had on my phone of me being uh, like stage diving and being like held up high by huge crowds and like you know Brazil and Peru and places in Britain and yeah. you know and I was just like oh I miss traveling and I miss going to other parts of the world it all seems like a distant memory at the moment doesn't it and, yeah. and, and I think yeah, it seems it even more distant because we can't see the the other end of it either like I think mm. you know I think I know a lot of performers here were quite disappointed because there are sort of bars and restaurants are opening on the 4th of July and I think a lot of our performers were hoping that gigs would start happening but they've there's there's still a ban on entertainment at the moment um mm. so they won't be able to perform um for a while yet still and I know it's it's really fucking tough it's tougher when you can't quite see the light at the end of the tunnel I think yeah you know I have to applaud all of the, the, this generation of kids who have really kind of stepped up and figured out a way to do drag shows online, you know, who would, yeah. have, who'd, who would have thought that that would be our, our new normal? You yeah. know, I, yeah. I've already done a few. I've done st uh, the digital drag fest and I've just, you know, I've done a few things and it's just, yeah. it's remarkable. I've never seen yeah, anything like it. Yeah, they seemed in the beginning, so. there was a real flurry. There was loads of shows like every night on Twitch and, and I do generally feel like the last month, everything has really kind of slowed down and like, I haven't been mm. having as many Zoom quizzes and drinks and, <laughs> you know, people are just like, I think people are just starting to be like, okay, I want life to go back to normal now and I'm, I'm kind of done with pretending. Mm -hmm. Like I've been to a couple of like Zoom club nights and it's just like, ah, oh, it's just not the same in my living room, like as yeah. it is. Oh no, not at all. I, know, I can, I, like I, I get dressed I, up, I, I have a drink. I support it, I support it, but uh, yeah. you know, somehow help some people with their mental health but i need to be in a fucking club exactly. i'm not wasting I, I my exactly time exactly the same i, I <laughs> totally agree with you i'm a total club bunny and i you know i feel the same and it was so like we, we were speaking to Jin zilla in our last episode and the thing this thing she found the hardest was just trying to fit her whole fucking body on a screen that's like this big <laughs> <laughs> she's like seven foot tall she's like this seven foot tall like yeah. bearded goddess and she's like well helps, same you know. i'm a i'm a giant myself and, yeah. and everything yeah. i've done has, which has been nice because everything we, we've been doing has been from the waist up and sometimes i, I my balls are hanging out so <laughs> but no Just one has to know on the bottom they were before they weren't they <laughs> They were before. Yes, you're right. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask you, because I only found out very recently that you haven't always been Raja. You were Crayola. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For like a few months. It was very, very brief. Um, I think it was just like, you know, it was like that moment when you're just starting out and you're trying to figure your your identity and all of this. And I was mm. like, you know, and all of my friends were club kids. And to me, being a club kid was cooler than being a drag queen in the nineties. Mm. Anyway, you know, yeah. in the nineties doing drag meant that you, you know, had to impersonate celebrities like Whitney yeah. Houston and Liza Janet Minnelli, Jackson yeah. and, and Madonna and Liza Minnelli. And, and I just wasn't really into that. I was yeah. more into dancing and looking great and, um, and being around friends more than it was about, lip-syncing numbers but then eventually it, it became what it became but Crayola <laughs> yeah. only lasted for yeah it was only probably a few months because there's a, there's a Crayola <laughs> in, in England isn't there there's a drag artist Is called there? Crayola yeah 
Yeah. I think they're on the gold rush. Oh, I didn't know that. I think oh. so. Oh. I think so. Well, I'm sure over the last, like, 30 years since Crayola was created, there's probably been about, you know, thousands, <laughs> thousands yeah. of Crayolas. One or two extras. <laughs> yeah. Over time. A whole crayon so. box. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when I was about 18 and I first started going out, I used to call myself Missy Electric. Ooh. <laughs> It was 2007 and Gold Frap was pretty big and I just thought I was this like cool little electro club kid. But now I just go by my name and I think that's actually works pretty well. Dan. Dan, Dan. I never Dan. I never thought that I would miss the early 2000s as much as I do right now. Yeah. I, uh, you know, it was fun. Yeah. In 2000 was 20 years ago, which is unbelievable to me. I find that insane. I miss discovering yeah. peaches for the first time when I was about 15. I want that feeling Aww. again. Oh, yeah. peaches. You know, I want that to come back. Yes, peaches. I, that's the... I, I, I miss I miss Electro Clash. And I yes. Miss, uh... <laughs> that was a moment. I loved that. Just a few days ago, I had a moment where I needed to listen to Chicks on Speed. Oh, yeah. And, um... <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that was definitely a window of time. Yeah. So. so, yeah, let's bring it back. Yeah, definitely. So how <laughs> does um, like early 2000s drag compare to now drag i suppose i would say what was drag like pre-drag race and what was life like after yeah. drag race you yeah, know because yeah fair point because early 2000s drag was you know not not nearly as popular and it it's not drag was is not was not the industry that it is today so that's the big difference yeah. um it was probably a lot more fun i'd say because we didn't have uh, phones. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't have cameras no in our documents. Yeah. Every move, yeah. Nothing, which I am so fucking thankful for because if anybody would have seen what I was doing in 2000 <laughs> and it's recorded on some sort of video, I would be shamed or canceled. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it was a, it was a fun. It was a lot more fun yeah. and. Um, there were there were less of us, yeah, you yeah. know, and and th their drag was still sort of you know trickling through the '90s still and into the 2000s, and it really wasn't as important or as interesting. No, not everyone was jumping onto that bandwagon the way yeah. they are now. Mm -hmm. Not everybody wanted to be a drag queen. If you were a drag queen, then you really were committing to something. Yeah. Uh, that was not really that popular. Yeah. You know, it was a, you're a drag queen or you're, you know, if you're a drag queen, you're labeled as a drag yeah, queen. Yeah. You know, you probably couldn't date anyone. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> whereas now it's cool, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, and of course you'll date a drag queen. Why not? Because, yeah. hey, they might get on fucking drag race. <laughs> they might, they might make me famous yeah, too. Yeah. And it's like, it's different. I think. Something I've said before, like the real evolution of club culture and club kids and drag is 15, 20 years ago, it was owned by the fashion kids and it was the fashion students and it was the people making their looks mm. to show them off in the club. That was who owned it. And now it's all about the makeup girls. It's about painting their faces and doing this crazy makeup and the looks are kind of made by other people. And that's been the real shift for me is that the focus now is really on like face and which like, is which is wonderful too um you know it really has uh helped develop new trends and styles and you can you can definitely trace them back to certain people like oh that look is very yeah. mm. hungry 
or that look is very Aquaria. That look is very, you know, there's, there's, uh, that look is very Alexa Stone, you know. So there are all these different people who are helping set the trends, and and that I appreciate. Yeah, you know, I, I, I think. I've always loved makeup, obviously. Yeah, I made a career yeah. out of doing it yeah. for so many years. Um, but now I'm sort of just leaving, I, now I'm just sort of leaving it up to the children. You know, people always uh, are always kind of like, well, why don't, why don't you wear more makeup? Why don't you do this? And I'm like, you know what? I, yeah. you know, that's your thing. I have my thing and I don't want to, I don't want to try, you know, it's not that I don't want to try trends, but yeah. I don't want to copy anybody else. I just want to be beautiful and I want to represent myself. And, and sometimes I want my makeup to feel a little bit more, you know, yeah. non-binary or fluid rather than look at yeah, me yeah, I'm yeah. trying to be this character or look at me in my yeah, signature yeah. <laughs> face paint yeah. I don't have that I, there's yeah. nothing signature about me other than than the signature in the back of my checks <laughs> as I deposit them do you so. miss do you miss your kind of makeup life like pre-drag race sort of drag fame absolutely not oh really really interesting <laughs> i do not miss <laughs> no i have no interest in getting people ready uh i find it uh, <laughs> oh it's just, like I, cold uh, shivers oh, i'm can't. getting a no, real it's not my thing anymore i <laughs> that was a real reaction it's tedious you have to like wash <laughs> your brushes and clean your kits and and when I just do makeup on myself, it's like I haven't washed my brushes in uh, months. Uh, they're just caked. There could be hepatitis or COVID on it. That, I call it my COVID brush. But it's your COVID brush. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Um, yeah, it's okay. Can you hear that beeping? Someone yeah, reversing. That? Oh, That's a truck. It's it's welcome, welcome to Koreatown, Los Angeles. Shut up. I'm waiting for All that right. beeping to go away. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> oh, oh there see, you go. Stop. It worked, it worked. Perfect. See, you just have to yell out the window. Um, I was going to ask about um, America's Next Top Model because you're talking about your makeup days. So, uh, mm. how, do you do you ever miss that? I just started to feel nostalgic about it because recently I've I've uh, gotten in contact with Mr. Oh, J, okay. yeah. um, J Manuel who was the art director um, on Top Model, and him and I started doing a few live events, which is, which there's one coming, I don't know when this is going to, when you're going to air this, but um, we've been doing it on Fridays, Friday morning here in LA, just yeah. early as fuck, because I don't ever get up before <laughs> nine, but it starts at nine, and there we are, Instagram Live, and we've been, we've been covering a few of the, um, episodes and um, and I've been watching them and um, yeah. a different time, a totally different time for me, a different time for television. Um, you know, there are things that on the show that may seem quite yeah. problematic in this day well. and age, <laughs> <He hasn't laughs> aged well. including uh, us changing the girls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, Yes, uh, but there are things there are things on there that were very groundbreaking yeah, too. It was one of the first shows to really kind of highlight plus size models, yeah. a trans girl, Isis King, who's you know who's still doing yeah. quite well. There's a lot of things that have happened on Top Model that that have definitely moved things along, but there are certainly things that have been problematic. Yeah, they they were <laughs> a little you know a little tone deaf or a little. I don't know, whatever you call it, <laughs> yeah. less woke. I think that's know. the current term, yes. That's the yeah. current term. <laughs> Top model was one of the one of the main things that actually got me into photography. That that and David LaChapelle. But um 
yeah, America's Next Top Model was something which made me kind of think, I really want to get into this. I really, I, I want to be a photographer. I want to be a fashion photographer. I noted fashion photographer. Right, noted. Oh, did you yeah, watch I the UK watch version? It was... Yeah. It was really ropey. I think I did. I I remember there. I, I remember there was a Canadian one yeah. and there was a German one, and you know, their top model was kind yeah. of uh, yeah. everywhere. Because in America, you had Tyra, um, you had Tyra, and then we had like Lisa Snowden, who was like <laughs> this like B list celebrity. <laughs> once, date, once dated George Aww. Clooney. Yeah, it's just, she was it's, she was a special K girl. <laughs> she was yeah. And not the first yeah. oh, interesting. Cereal. Yeah, not cat. Wow. Um, <laughs> how many how many seasons did you do then in the end? According to Jay, he said I did nine. Oh, okay. But uh, I think I did nine total, maybe, but uh only seven of those I was the key makeup artist on it. The first two years I was assisting Matthew Anderson, who invited oh, okay. me to come on and help him out. Mm-hmm. I do think um, that's how it happened. America's Next Top Model that had a lot to a form of forming Drag Race, didn't yeah. it? it? Kind of the format is very similar, and I think they took a lot of it's a, it's an it's an exact <laughs> copy, right? Okay, you know, and I always say <laughs> I don't want to say I, I mean, always say you, that you've been on both, so <laughs> I've I've done I've done several interviews about you know about that, and um, I think it was an advantage yeah, for me because yeah. I had done so many seasons with top model and i and i knew what it was like to be behind the scenes and i knew what it was like for the what for the contestants mm-hmm. you know for instance you can't uh, you're not allowed to speak mm-hmm. uh off camera and it's referred to as on yeah. ice meaning that we all have to freeze and not say anything so that i already learned from top model i already knew about that and i knew when the cameras were on and i knew when the cameras were yeah. off and i knew you know how to behave and so i think that really sort of worked to my advantage what has your uh, lockdown fashions been? What have you been wearing around the house? Well, today I have a violet tchotchke t-shirt yeah. on. Uh, it's a pink shirt. And then I found some shorts, some short pants, uh, sweatpants uh, that sort of match them. And uh, that's the first time I've matched well in, a, in months. <laughs> so would so, you say you've been going for a real lounge look? overall uh sure uh if you'd like to call it that that's yeah resort. maybe resort oh, no resort. it's yeah, not yeah, resort yeah. leisure <laughs> but uh and uh i'm surprised that i actually today uh, this is only the first day that i've worn this outfit normally i would have worn this for two weeks straight and showered showered according showered accordingly yeah. so that's the thing it's looking at the clothes on the floor i'm like uh oh just yeah it again, i'm like fine. which one's the cleanest i'm not gonna see anyone except kobe so <laughs> And he's been doing. Yeah, did I come on this? Did I did I come (laughs) on this one? I don't think I did. (laughs) You have to peel it apart. (laughs) Like, oh no, maybe not this one. Maybe not. Oh my god, disgusting! (laughs) Did you have any major um, pride plans for this year? No. For the past few years, I haven't made very many pride plans because it only fits into a certain window of the year, which is between June and let's say August. Yeah, correct. Um, in the summertime and um, and normally that time for the last three years anyway has been spent in Provincetown doing my solo show and since COVID has happened I've had to cancel those plans yeah. so 
Um, this 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 Pride season has probably been the most Pride I've done in a really long time. Last year, I, yeah. I did get to perform at LA Pride, which for me was a first in probably like oh, eight wow. years. I hadn't gone to LA Pride in so long. It's kind of nice to participate with, you know, in this new digital pride which mm. is fucking weird you know because yeah. <laughs> normally I, normally it's me um eye rolling and grumbling and being upset that i have to wake up early to put on makeup to get onto a parade float <laughs> yeah. with a bunch of go-go dancers and then you get drunk as you go down the parade route um and you know and then and then you forget about all the horrible things of getting up early to put on the makeup and you're outdoors and there's thousands of people on the street so i do miss that very very much i miss that i those are the moments that i miss about yeah. being in public you know just having yeah. fun yeah being out in the streets and they'll be back you know. they'll be back anyway yeah one, yes one yes day. yes <laughs> for sure maybe maybe one day <laughs> who knows yeah i hope so yeah I totally so. i wanted to also um ask you about a very very favorite show of my a very favorite show of mine that's not a sentence a very favorite <laughs> um one of my favorite shows and that was the simpsons mm. you were on the simpsons so iconic yeah i it still blows yeah, my mind illustrated into the simpsons for all time how the how the fuck how the fuck does that feel that feels amazing and it's just sort of it just reminds me of the power of networking and knowing people, and um, that came about because I, they, the people from The Simpsons, the, the producers and the directors, when they came to DragCon, specifically asked for me to moderate over the... Um, oh, the panel? panels. The panels, there you go, yes, the panel. And so I was very flattered by that. I was like, wow, I don't, why me? And they're like, no, they, they specifically said they want Raja to do it. Yes. And I was like, okay, no, co no coincidence. It was the day that Manila and I had planned on dressing mm. as Patty and Selma. <laughs> We had planned this, uh, you know, a month or two before DragCon because we were sharing a booth and I suggested that the two of us kind of do a cosplay or something that's kind of funny. And I'm like, what if we were a Patty and Selma? And then I get this email from World of Wonder saying that they've that the people from The Simpsons specifically requested me to to be the uh, you know the MC of this thing, and I was like, oh wow, the coincidence. But I I've eliminated the word coincidence out of my life many many years ago. A few weeks later, they invited me to come be on the episode, which uh, you know, which forever will be iconic for me, and, and eventually I'll get a tattoo of my of myself as a Simpson. Were you happy with your likeness? Um, yes, because I did not know what to expect. I was like, what skin color will I be? Uh, because let's see, if they're from Springfield, yeah. <laughs> then yellow must equal white people. But I don't know. It's uh, it's Simpson. It's the Simpsons world. So um, <laughs> I was really impressed that they had my tattoos on. Uh, <laughs> I was like, wow, they, they really yeah, added some detail to it. So. Uh, it will definitely be tattooed onto my body eventually, very soon. As soon as we can start tattooing again. Yeah, that's cool. You, you need to do it, yeah. All right, darling. We're, um, we've got this new segment we're doing, um, Raja, which it's, think of a, like a pretty popular film mm -hmm. that you haven't seen. We make up a plot line for it. You could just make up a whole stupid plot line because you have no idea what it's about. 
so you just turn it into your film is that that's that's about right dan isn't it <laughs> yeah yeah this is i mean it goes to be it goes one of two ways yeah. usually <laughs> Like the last one was gold with Gingilla. Is it my responsibility you, to um, choose the film? Uh, you don't have. I could choose the film. Dan could choose. We the can film, shout out some films I, to you. I haven't seen then... very many popular films, so I, if it. Oh, thing. have you seen Pacific Rim? Um, Pacific. no, but I have been to Hawaii before, and I've been rim there. So, um, is that the same shit? <laughs> So, so if you were to watch before watching Pacific Rim, what do you think it's about? I just told you. I think it's it's a porn. I think it's <laughs> I think it's about being in the yeah. middle of the Pacific Ocean, getting your ass eaten out. So, is yeah. that what it's about? Getting your ass eaten out in Hawaii. <laughs> and who Bang, who would be the, who would be the the leading woman or man? Um. Uh, I I could right now my fantasy is uh, you know I I like a big man I need I that's I've always been the top in relationships and right now I just need to be taken over and I would probably say someone as big and strapping and fucking gorgeous as Jason Momoa you know it's the Pacific Ocean oh, and yeah. that's 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 oh, his yeah. origin so yeah 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 yeah, yeah he totally. can. He'd rise out of right. the sea. And, and there I am on the beach with my ass yep. up, so. <laughs> Ready to rock and Get roll. It, bitch. Fantastic. That's a good porno. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'd watch it. Yeah. <laughs> we normally play a round of Cards Against Humanity, but because obviously we're, we're, we're at a, a safe distance, we have to do it a little bit differently. So I will pick a, a black card randomly and then you basically just fill in the blank um don't have to have a, uh, another card to do it you just think of the answer basically just a funny answer are you familiar with cards against humanity i haven't played it in a long time so let's try it out okay go for it pick a card i never know how big it is in america i don't know if it's big though because it's, it's pretty big i just you know i don't i don't i don't i i just do my own thing i'm not always familiar with it's like you don't things. need it's like i don't need cards to think of horrible things i just say them anyway yeah <laughs> girl i you 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 said it you really you just <laughs> dan have you have you met raja before <laughs> yeah no but well, I, you know. that that is <laughs> exactly serious. what goes on in my head horrible horrible crazy <laughs> perverted things ah <clears throat> brought to you by Bud Light the official beer of blank <laughs> uh, I'm trying to think of something awful to answer this with to make it to me <laughs> to do make you it... not pretend you're struggling with something awful to come up with <laughs> well I don't I don't really relate to beer so I, is that a good beer Bud Light seems like a really trashy beer I, I I think you think you're hitting the nail on the head. It's yeah, trashy. I see. I would. It's the beer of basic like Middle America. Basic bitches. Yeah, <laughs> Karens. It's the brought to you by <laughs> brought to you Karens. <laughs> yeah. Brought to you by Bud Light, the official beer of Karens. Karens. Yes. <laughs> I can see that. That's true. Perfect. <laughs> well, let's do, let's do let's do one more, and then um, I'll let you get back to to smoking and drinking. So, um, <laughs> you can call me David Copperfield because I'm about to make blank disappear. I'm about to make my dick disappear in your ass. 
<laughs> oh, bitch! Hey, I mean, it, it, that, that was easy. That was easy. So, <laughs> yeah, that one that that wrote itself. It, it did. It wrote. I itself. mean, if we really wanted to get, oh. if we really wanted to get gross, we could say, uh, "My fist is about to disappear up your ass." Jason Momoa's tongue's about to disappear up your oh, ass. Oh, bitch! Oh, that's a good one. Or, or his fist. I would try it. Yeah. I would try Momoa's yeah. fist. His trident. <laughs> He's trying. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is ridiculous. Oh. Oh. Hilarious. <laughs> I think I think it's about time to to wrap this up, isn't it? Unfortunately. Are you both in Brighton? Yeah, we yeah. actually live on the same road. Yeah, we're about a hundred meters away from Aww. each other. Yeah, but I do miss I miss being in the UK very much, and I only had one opportunity to ever be in Brighton. So I hope that if uh, these things open up again and we're allowed to travel, although there might be a ban on US traveling across the ocean anywhere, from what I understand in the news. <laughs> really? The EU, they're about to close all the borders to Americans. Oh, really? On the planet, we have the most cases of uncontrollable COVID going around. So that's why I keep my ass at home. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's the right thing to do. I haven't been I haven't been sucking any strangers' dicks. Um, none. I, yeah. I've been trying to suck my own dick again the way I was able to when I was <laughs> when I was thirteen. And and that would that's that's been that's what else is yoga for? Yeah, that's proven to be a challenge, but uh namaste. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't think I could ever suck my own. I've got uh, such a massive gut now in front of me. I can't. It's too far oh away. my god! The, the, me the mental picture alone is is getting me going. Jeez, <laughs> I love this. <laughs> Greg rolling around his bed trying to suck his <laughs> like a turtle. Uh, well, you never know. Your 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 cock might meet your belly button, and that could be its own. You know. Oh, that's a good idea. A whole different of level of stimulation. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, on that <laughs> note. Oh, yeah, I think yes, on that note, Michelle, yes. that's a good place to wrap up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, lastly, all we need to do is just thank everyone. So yep. uh, thank you to our producer, Kobe yes. Carnage. Yep, thanks, Kobe. And our uh, theme tune writer, composer, and singer at PsychophagXX. Thanks, Psychophag. <laughs> Thanks, like a fan. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> it's been amazing talking to you, babe. It's been been too yes, long. Thank you well, so much. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, you guys take good care of yourselves. Enjoy the summer. You too. Just try, try to get a little tan. I think it's just one last thing to say. And that's, all right, darling. All right, darling. All right, darling. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>